Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strengths so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Good morning, my lovely friends. I am coming to you today to share with you six different ways to practice physical self-care from a compassionate place. So this is so, so important because as we continue to build this trusting, respecting relationship with our body, with food, with exercise, which is what I focus on with my clients and what I'm sharing with you today, it's so important to be able to understand the difference between this compassionate place versus this like anxiety punishment phase. So often when I was in my exercising mindset, let's call it, I found myself going to exercise as kind of more of a punishment slash a way to stuff down my feelings even more. I went to food to stuff down my feelings. I went to exercise. I was always running away from emotional discomfort. Let me know if you relate to that in the comments. If you're watching this live or if you're listening to this on the podcast, let me know if this resonates in the review section. I used to always use food and even excessive sleep to just escape emotional trauma that I was experiencing, uncomfortable negative emotions that just pop up throughout the day. And unfortunately, we are just not taught at a young age on how to handle these emotions, right? We have to kind of navigate this emotional world and especially in this this time in our history where a lot of us are spending maybe more time on social media, more time at home, and we're really starting to realize like, holy crap, I say some really mean things to myself in my head, right? I know that this is something that a lot of my clients have said. It's like, oh my gosh, like I'm constantly bringing them back to that place where they can actually be kind to themselves, which is such a simple concept, but such an important concept and really one that I build the foundation of my coaching on is self-compassion and self-kindness. So what I really wanted to share with you today is six different ways to practice physical self-care from a compassionate place. Does that sound good? All right, so number one, super basic, get enough sleep. All of these ones that I'm gonna be sharing with you today are not groundbreaking. You've heard them all before, but I wanna put them in the forefront of your mind so that you can do yourself a little self-check and ask yourself, am I doing these different forms of physical self-care? Or how can I incorporate more of that into my daily routine this week? It's an easiest way that you can kind of do a self-evaluation and see. So the first one is, I get enough sleep and feel rested and restored when I wake up. That's a really important piece because many of us might sleep or lay in bed, let's call it, but maybe wake up not feeling rested. So really ask yourself that question and evaluate. When I say evaluate, we're really looking at observing your behaviors, observing your feelings and your thoughts and being just a observer, which means without judgment. So you're really just taking note of 
all of these things that are happening so that you can choose things that are going to support you. And number two, number two, physical self-care check. I get regular medical and dental checkups. Pretty easy thing, right? Getting your health checked out. And when I say health also, especially when we're talking about a medical doctor's office, oftentimes a lot of traditional medicine, unfortunately, is very focused on weight. And I come from a very weight neutral approach in a way that I want to support people's overall well-being. I really care about that my clients have an overall sense of well-being in their mental, emotional, financial, and physical health. All of these different things also includes relationships, all these different things, right? So when it comes to health, it's not just about weight and food. We also have to really look at, you know, what's our blood pressure like? How's your cholesterol levels? Like all of these kind of internal processes that are really going to give us a better picture of, of what health looks like, right? And our dental checkups, right? Like making sure you take good care of your teeth. So it's really important because this is what grinds down your food and helps you to stay sustained, right? Like to feed yourself, to, to survive, to thrive. So these are really simple things, but I want you to just take a little check and ask yourself, when's the last time I had those checkups? Do I need to go ahead and schedule one for next week or this week? Number three, I take time off of work or school when I feel sick. How many of you are out there being superwoman or superman trying to just bust through all the days where you feel like crud when you're actually sick and you just tried to power through? I, I used to be like this. So when I say this, I'm coming from that place, knowing what it's like to just push yourself nonstop without taking breaks. But the reason I was doing that and because I've done so much work on myself is because I had this deep rooted belief that if I slowed down, I would get behind and then I wouldn't be enough and I wouldn't be successful. And so I really had to confront that belief and say, is this true? Is this what I want to be true for my life? And it's not. So I've done a lot of work of rewriting that script that I don't need to be going 110 miles an hour because what happens for me and what happens for most when you're going 110 miles an hour and never taking a break to recover is you are putting your body and your mind in a constant state of stress and it cannot be maintained. So your body will tell you to stop by making you sick. So really take a note and check in with yourself. Just like, I always kind of like have been recently turning to myself and just be like, what do you need today, friend? What feels nourishing today? So I really want you to take that time to just check on yourself. And if you're feeling sick, are you taking time off to rest? Are you taking some breaks in your schedule or are you piling as much on there as you can? Take a look at that, okay? Number four. I love this one. I wear clothes that I like and feel comfortable in. Again, not groundbreaking, but so important. Why in the world would we choose to wear clothes that are restricting, that are giving us a constant reason to pick battles with ourselves? Doesn't make any sense. I used to do it though. So again, I'm coming from this place of understanding that I used to do that because we are conditioned to feel like we must always be stuffing ourselves into smaller clothes. But I'm telling you, 
Freedom happens when you can actually just allow yourself to be comfortable every single day. It's quite a freeing idea. <laughs> so ask yourself that. Are you wearing clothes that are comfortable? You don't have to be uncomfortable. You don't have to struggle. That's a choice. So ask yourself that, okay? Number five, I take vacations. Now I understand that we live in a very unique world today in which many, many people are not allowed to travel because of the pandemic. But how about a staycation? How about you go on a walk outside somewhere? That's safe. <laughs> that would be a great way to get out there and allow yourself to just, again, take a break. I think that's my motto today. <laughs> it was the motto that I was preaching in my classes, my workout classes today. It's like, listen, slow down, stop running. Let's just sit right here. <laughs> and my last one for you, number six, is I, I love this one also. I love all of these. I engage in physical activity that I enjoy, underscore highlight, circle, at least five times a week. So when I say this one, what I'm not saying to you is that you need to go do high intensity interval training every single day of the week for hours and hours and hours and kill yourself. That's not what I'm saying at all. I actually happen to love HIIT training and circuit style workouts. It's what I teach at the gym that I'm at. I happen to love that form of exercise, but it's not for everyone and that's okay. So I want you to ask yourself, what physical activity do you actually enjoy? And I want you to just, for a moment, allow yourself to look at this as just movement. Like, let's just eliminate the word exercise and workout for a while, because I think so many of us have learned to associate those words with chores. And when things feel like a chore, we don't wanna do them. And when we don't wanna do them, we find excuses and we are not consistent. Consistent movement is super beneficial for multiple reasons with our health, our mood, our emotional well-being, even social well-being. There are so many positive benefits, but if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to do it consistently. You're going to go on that eight-week workout program diet, and then you're going to be right back to where you were before because you feel like you're lost without a program. I'm telling you right now, like I am a certified personal trainer and a certified life coach and health coach. You don't need to subscribe to those things. You get to just allow yourself to do what's enjoyable all the time. Like you just get to decide that that is your life. Pretty awesome, right? I was talking to one of my one-on-one -on -one clients yesterday and we really always come back to this idea of what feels easy and pleasurable and re-identifying ourselves with that ease to be able to move, with that ease to be able to make food choices that feel nourishing. And with that, I also mean, I don't mean that we're labeling food as good or bad. What I teach my clients is food and body neutrality, where we can come from this place of empowerment to be able to make decisions for ourselves from that place instead of looking on the outside for authority about what we should do with our bodies, how we should move, how we should eat, how we should look, how we should dress. Our culture has really laid that on us to be able to disconnect from ourselves and look on the outside for approval. 
And what I teach my clients to do in my one-on-one -on -one coaching and very exciting announcement, I do have a group program in the works. It's called Trust Your Body. It's gonna be an eight-week course. So more details to come on that. But the whole premise of that eight-week journey is going to be bringing my clients back to themselves, giving them the authority back in their lives, giving them that power back, taking that back from diet culture and all of these crazy external avenues that have just been trying to pull us away from being in touch with ourselves. And that's what I'm super, super passionate about teaching my clients and in both one-on-one -on -one situations and in group coaching and in my mini courses. I do have a couple of mini courses that I've created as well. So I hope you guys took some great stuff away from that. Again, I was sharing with you six different ways to practice physical self-care. So I hope you took something away from that. And if you really resonated with this message and you're like, man, I really, really love this. I really want to detach from diet culture and stop going on this crazy like roller coaster ride of diet and binge cycle and you want to just get rid of that like 2020 has been hard enough so let's commit to rebuilding and retraining ourselves to have a healthy relationship with food and our bodies and exercise so that we can tackle 2021 and really allow ourselves to finally just come back home to ourselves and be able to just completely rid ourselves of that crazy nonsense. <laughs> so if that resonates with you, my friends, I want to let you know that I do have some spots open for one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have a couple of different awesome programs. And if this resonated with you, make sure to send me a direct message. You can also send me an email, katie at mindandbodystrong.com and we can jump on a quick call to kind of map out what this looks like for you and really create this bigger vision for you to be able to end the constant battle with food and your body and create harmony between the two. That's what I desire for you. So I hope you guys got a lot from this and I'm sending you so much love here on this Thursday or whenever you're listening. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.